welcome <laughs> to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Welcome to our holiday episode, Spectacular. Which will come out after the I holidays. I don't know when it will come out. <laughs> I accidentally turned off my mic. It was somewhere in the... We're oh. doing great today. We're doing great. We, it's got, only, we got a fun episode coming up for y'all. We have had a rough couple weeks, yes. all of us. So we're just here to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I want, I want to take, take a ride, ride on your boo. Okay. Listen. So today we are going to talk about a lot of Yeah. We're going to start off talking about this past year, 2021. And if you're like me, it was okay. You got through it. Compared to last year, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Last year, I don't remember. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay if I never remember 2020. Yeah. Actually, say in 2020 makes me want to vomit. Mm-hmm. So. And it's so sad because technically, like, I don't know, the look of the year 2020 looks like it would be awesome. Oh, but- everyone was like, 2020 vision. But then we got in there. We're like, <laughs> I want a refund. <laughs> and I feel like that's how it happens. Like, wasn't 1919 really bad with the Spanish <laughs> influence? So, so it's like, like 1919 party. <laughs> yeah. They were like. Influenza. We all f- dying. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about our favorite things of 2021 as far as, you know, this is the Let's Call It Nothing podcast where we discuss all things fangirl, right? So I want to know what we fangirled over. You ready for all the shit I've done? I got a bunch of too, so let's go. Okay, so I really got into Webtoon. I don't know if it was this year or if I started last year, but like this year has been like the year of me and Manwa. Like I've even taken a break from manga and started Manwa. Please I've, explain what the difference between okay. us. Please. <laughs> okay. For anybody who is not familiar, Manwa is the cousin of manga. It's Korean. Mm-hmm. It's uh, usually in like a webtoon format. So like it's longer panel. Some I've read others that were just like book form, but mostly on the interwebs. That's how they're set up. And uh, scrolling efficiency, scrolling efficiency. Yeah, you'll like webtoon, Toon Lily, the, Manta. Like they're all they're all manwas. A few of the book or a few of the stories I've really liked was Under the Oak Tree. Of Midnight Poppy Land. I don't know why I love Midnight Poppy Land as much as I do, but every time it's like, yes! Happily Ever Afterwards is really cute. I feel like that was recommended to me when I downloaded Webtoons a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's really cute. It's like this girl comes back in her favorite uh, novel, which is a very common theme or f- storyline yeah. in these huh? but she comes back and like she's in love with like the second lead who's like really broody and ups you know not it doesn't end well for him in the story <laughs> well, like, he is he's the like, second lead <laughs> he's exiled because you know he committed treason and whatnot and she's like well i was born as a princess of another country so i'm just gonna go see him and make him feel better and yeah it's really cute let's see what are some other favorites of mine True beauty. True beauty. Oh, yes. True beauty is... I'm all about that. I love true beauty. I made Reba, or I'm making Reba. Yeah, I haven't started reading it yet. I just started break today. <laughs> read it. <laughs> now. It's super cute, too. Reba's watched the show. Yeah, there's a K-drama out there for it. There's a K-drama, and it's like um, this girl who wasn't very... She didn't feel she was very attractive in middle school. Like, she went through a little ugly duckling phase, and she... uh, No, she stayed in that phase. (laughs) Yeah, and she... Same. (laughs) But she got really good at doing makeup, and so she thinks that she's... You know, she can, she'll only be happy if she continues to do, like, the makeup that way. Like, nobody's going to like her if she shows her true face and she finds this guy who figures out that because they're both into, like, horror mangas. And so she kind of gets, he figures it out. And so he kind of, like, manipulates her into, like, hanging out with him. But he, like, he likes her a lot. (laughs) That's because of, yeah, he manipulates her because at first he doesn't realize that's her because you've seen both both her makeup covered face and her yeah. natural face and doesn't realize it's the same person at first. But it's like maybe it's not long. It doesn't take him long to figure out who it is. And he's like, but he likes her. He originally likes her without the makeup. Yeah. He has a crush on the girl her without the true makeup. Beauty. Her true beauty. And he's like yeah. super hot. And <laughs> oh, I hate that. I gotta say, the really hot guy went into the normal looking girl 
completely unrealistic. You think so? Oh yeah. Have, I I think that's completely unrealistic. I'm so normal. You know, no hot guys are at my door trying to knock it down. I don't know. I see it differently. I guess because I'm a bigger girl and there's a lot of guys like really attractive guys that like bigger women. And so like I think it's the red it's hair. It's a possibility of it. It's the red hair. It just really throws people off. Yeah, I did that. I've read I had to read A Clockwork Orange because that's my boyfriend's favorite book. And I liked that. I read The Haunting of Hill House and The Master and Margarita. I read the You series, or a couple of them. Let me just say what Caitlin made me read. Should I go into it now? <laughs> since you can. Since you made me I read it. I make you read it. I just, we were doing that thing where we were buying books for each other. Yeah. It was going to be super cute. We were going to do a whole episode. But then Reba and I decided not to read the books. <laughs> well, I thought we were going to plan for that episode, so I knew when to read. We were! <laughs> and then y'all didn't. <laughs> I got like 100 pages into one of them. So, over the summer... Yeah, it was like the end of the summer, yeah. At the yeah. end of the summer, we went out shopping, and we went to Books A Million, which is my favorite store. <laughs> I didn't know they still existed. I know, I but wish, it's like I my wish. favorite I wish there was one closer than... Yeah, ours shut down in our area, and it was very, it was a very sad day for me. So now I have to drive an hour and a half just to go to one. Well, like, Barnes & Noble... It's, it's okay. It's too expensive for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's always cheaper at Books A Million, and it's yeah. the same books. So we got excited, and we each picked a book out for the other for the other two people. Caitlin made me read. <laughs> so Reba gave me one, and then Caitlin gave me one. Well, I had finished reading what I was supposed to read for the notes, and I was like, well, I got time. I'm going to take a break in between, uh, you know, one or one of the books or so. And so I was like, well, I'll just pick it up. It'll be a quick read. It'll be fine. <laughs> This bitch. <laughs> so what I haven't. I want to put it out there that I have not read this. No, she hasn't read it. I read like a short story from the author, and I was like, "Oh, she'll it like was this. okay." But uh, no, I didn't think you would enjoy it. I was just you just like, wanted to torture me. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I wanted to see what name? it was like. I made someone else read it instead of me reading. Are we it. gonna put the name of the book out there? Yeah, or I'm going to. it was Neon Gods by um Katie Roberts. Katie Robert. Yeah, which has gotten so many like different reviews from like uh, the book people I follow like on YouTube yeah. and Instagram like people either love it or hate even it. people who love like smut because it's smut mm-hmm. if, if you don't know what smut is I would tell you to look it up but you might don't not want to look it up <laughs> just guess yeah and I've, I've read a lot of smut but I have dabbled in the smut area mm-hmm. but I haven't read this particular book Okay, so the reason I think that Caitlin picked this out for me is it's based off of Greek mythology. Yeah. And it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. This The world is not built way in. That was the main criticism I've seen. Because, I mean, like, they're supposed to be people that represent the gods, mm-hmm. but then you don't really... Ex- they don't really explain what the power is for yep. the go- for them or, like, how they came to be or anything like that. All you know is that there's a major city which is run by Zeus. I was like, Jupiter, Jupiter. <laughs> He's run- it's run by Zeus, and then the other one is run by Hades. Yeah. And then you've got Persephone, of course, because, you know, that's a thing. Everybody's into Hades and Persephone right now, which is very yeah. strange to me, but whatever. Yeah, I'm about that with one of my books. Yeah, because of Laura Olympus. Yeah, Laura Olympus. So I think that's the reason, um, which is also a webtoon. <laughs> a webtoon. So that's like really confusing. And then you get into the smut of it. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just tell you, it is voyeuristic on a, like, it's bad voyeuristic. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, be f- her in front of a whole audience of people. I don't like that. No, that's not what I read. No, I have read a questionable one similar to that. But <laughs> and I mean, like, sex party ish, whatever. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did this to me, and I'm just like, I'll give you a good one. Okay, all right, maybe I'll enjoy <laughs> that. Because I mean, like, it's smut, so you're not like expecting highbrow. Yeah. So. What kills me is this woman didn't build the the world right uh-huh. and then gave us a f- map of the city like that. <laughs> <laughs> like the end of it. Me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I drew this map for you. Here you go. So you know where. No, she definitely got someone to draw that map just yeah. to like be like, world building. Yeah. 
Here's the map. Here's where Persephone crossed over the River of Sticks so that she wasn't in Zeus's land anymore. Okay, bitch, but why are they powerful? Like, this doesn't make sense. And Demeter sold her off to Zeus. Like, Zeus has killed a bunch of his Heras, and she's supposed to be the next Hera, which makes no sense either. There, there's some creative liberties taken. <laughs> a lot of creative liberties and no explanation on why they happen. Like, I've read, you know, spin, like, tales where it's, you know, spin off. Like, I I've read one like philosophical thing of like Cupid or Eros and Psyche and I really liked that but it was like the world was built like you knew the the confines personally well i'm not into greek mythology the only Mm -hmm. time i've ever ventured into it was like percy jackson Mm -hmm. which i feel like is a little bit different but as far as retellings like i've read some fairy tale retellings but Mm -hmm. they're like they're either really similar to the fairy tale Mm -hmm. like the disney version of the fairy tale yeah or like they're just different enough where you just like Mm -hmm. like the author doesn't come out and say this is a hades and persephone retelling yeah you have to like think about it after you read it i have a book that i'm going to talk about Uh where it's similar to that and i'm like oh yeah it is kind of like that isn't it well see i enjoy that i don't mind it either way even if you're like it's a retelling because i mean these stories have been retold and retold and retold one of my favorite people to watch on YouTube is uh, John Solo, and he does like fables, mythology, and all that stuff, and he'll go through and explain them. And he'll break it down and tell you like the Arn Thompson type index, which is where like the basic story, like every old story we have can be put in a category. Yeah. And there's tons of different categories, but more than likely you're going to have like 20 to like hundreds of different stories in that typed category so I don't mind that it was just like why (laughs) why did you not build this up better yeah but that was my complaint I love you you tortured me (laughs) I'll find a new way (laughs) I don't even remember what book I picked out for you yeah it's uh hold me closer necromancer I started it but I did (laughs) it won awards but I just I didn't get I didn't have time to read it, I think, was the problem. Because by then I'd started school. Okay, so this next one, and this is going to be my last bit. I want to say I love my boyfriend so, so much. Y'all just don't understand. So in October, he sends me a picture of the book of the month from Barnes & Noble. And he's like, this looks interesting. And... I was like, he mentioned something about it. And I was like, yeah, that would be cool. I was like, I would like to read it with you. But, you know, I'm busy right now, whatever. Well, the next day he's like, oh, I bought you the book. And so it's called Crossings by Alex Landragon. It's about like, it's like three different manuscripts and they all tie in together. And like, you can either read it like the, you know, the normal way of like all the way through or he's got it in sections where you go through and jump to different chapters. How'd you read it? I jump through different chapters because I feel like that's the most interesting way to read it. Yeah, Why would read I? It just all the way through. Yeah, it's super cool. Like well, it's from three different perspectives. And then I realized what I was doing. You're air quoting for three <laughs> different characters. Like, this feels wrong. <laughs> Why does it feel wrong? Anyway. They all work well together. I don't want to give too much away, but like they all. I don't know. We gave plenty away for the other things already, didn't we? Well, I mean, like (laughs) nobody's gonna go out and read Neon Gods by Katie (laughs) Robert. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, Not with you hyping it up so much. (laughs) I know. I made it sound so interesting. Y'all are all are gonna buy a copy tonight. Don't, because I will give you mine. like i'll sell it to you for free i will yeah i'll sell it to you for free (laughs) i will pay you to take it away from me but no it's like it's super good and it's like paris noir and you know it is kind of historical it's like historical fiction but not really it's really good so i i recommend it to anybody who would like to read something like that and it makes me think of two like extremely popular books that went around tiktok yeah one of them is by J.J. Abrams, actually, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, you have to, there's like clues on every page. You have to kind of solve the mystery kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The other one's similar, but this one, the other one is you buy the book and you have to tear out all the pages to put the clues in order to figure it out. Why can't we just read books? <laughs> yeah. I don't That's know. My complaint. <laughs> I don't know if I like ripping books up. That's not my... To each his own? Uh, not for me. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I was like, get you a boy that buys you books because that was really sweet. And then another book I read that I really liked, and this will be my last one for real, um, <laughs> was sure? Survivor by Chuck Palahniuk, which I like any Puck- Chuck Palahniuk, but he's... Palahniuk. Puck Palahniuk. <laughs> Chuck Palahniuk. Um, I really love Chuck Palahniuk just because he's chaotic as hell, and I love that. Like, oh, you know. you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... If you want something, like, if if you want to sit down and have an easy read, don't read Chuck Palahniuk. If you want something that you were never going to f- expect and have the craziest ass plot line ever, <laughs> read Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah. Um, Survivor's really cool. It's about a dude that was born in, like, this cult. <laughs> and, like, they all committed suicide, like, in the main sect of the cult. And then he was considered a survivor. Because they sent, only the firstborns were allowed to live in the main section, and then the others were sent off to work, and then send their money back to the headquarters or whatever. So if you weren't the firstborn, you left, and he was the firstborn, or he was the secondborn by like five seconds or so, like by a minute, He was, his twin brother was first. And so he was like trying to live with that, and I mean, he does the most chaotic like... And I'm pretty sure he works as like a butler or something. And I'm pretty sure his uh, bosses are serial killers, but he never really goes into full detail about that. (laughs) It's just like they recovered in blood. No, he was like, this is how you get blood stains off the off the wall and stuff. And like it just goes on into something else. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that. Where everyone's like, will we get a story about this? No. <laughs> no it doesn't happen. It's just for fun. And he, like, he pretends to be a suicide hotline and then tells them to kill themselves and what? stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, it's really f***ed up. If you want to f***ed up, read. Read Chuck Palahniuk. Good. I'll read my smut. <laughs> you read your smut. I'll read the... I'll, I'll do the chaotic If you want to see my chaotic uh, books go to my Goodreads because yeah. I have them labeled as chaotic. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I need to look. <laughs> I love that. Because <laughs> I mean, like, there's no other place to put them. Like, I enjoy them, but they're chaotic and yeah. it's not for everyone. I'm done. I'll let you go first. <laughs> I got a long list. That's fine. Mine's a short. Long list of ex lovers. They'll <laughs> tell me. I guess I'll start with books because oh, that will s- take the longest. I can smell the candle now. We have a Carmelacchiato candle blazing right now i can't smell it um, i can kind of smell it but I, I just took a swig of my orange spritzer so i'm confused on the smell i got a i got a good whiff of the caramel that's why i can yeah i want y'all to guess how many books i've read this year 120 oh no <laughs> what i said 100 no less 78 almost 77 no. Higher? 79. Lower? 76. Yes. I've read 76 books. You know the last time I've ever read 70 fo- 76 books in a year? Never. Never. The most I've ever read was 23, and that was whenever I was in high school. Wild. I don't know. I'm not going to say I had more time because I've had, like, the days haven't gotten any longer or shorter. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. But I've just, I've not watched TV. Mm-hmm. I watch YouTube crime videos, yeah. and then I read. Sorry. I've read 76 books this year, and I'm going to tell you about my top five, which really is just five that I was like, those were good. I'll reread them. So my first one, I will not shut up about it. My birthday cake was based off of it. <laughs> Reba bought me a shirt based off of it. I have become the most basic bitch, which we already knew, and that is A Court of Mist and Fury, a.k.a. the second book in the Court of Thorns and Roses series. Mm-hmm. Which everyone talks about on Bitchy Bookworms, by yes. the way. The first one is fine. Not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I've read it twice now. Not my favorite. The second one is my It has all the tropes I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. It's like messy but romantic a little smutty you know Mm -hmm. and like it's also a semi Hades and Persephone retelling semi which because I I knew about that but then I forgot about it then I read it Mm -hmm. and I didn't see it which I don't know much about that all that you don't remember reading that in the seventh grade in English class yes you did I didn't read it I don't remember it. (laughs) I love this section where I'm just like, you don't remember this one specific time that we read this one thing. No, I don't. (laughs) 
Yes, we read but it. We read it in seventh grade. Go on. This is my new favorite book, and mm-hmm. I'm going to reread it as soon as it's January because I need to read it. I need to annotate it. I need to. I need to. I need to. <laughs> need to. Need to. Need to. Need to. I need to. I love the characters. I love the story. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a little messy and a little toxic, but that's the fun. Yes. Like, if it wasn't that, I would be so bored. Caitlin only likes toxic men. <laughs> Yes, toxic men and uh, I am the mean girl. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then my second favorite book, which has just been adapted into a movie that I need to watch, is The Hating Game, which is a office rom-com, Enemies to Lovers. So you know that is my Yes. I read it in like a day whenever we had the ice storm back in February. I listened to it and I was like, this is amazing. And it was my first, like, venture into, like, the rom-com, like, adult, like, romance category. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why I loved it so much. And I'm also going to reread that before I watch the movie because I can't remember enough. Wait, who's in the movie? Uh, Lucy Hale. Oh, okay. Okay. By the way, I forgot to mention, I'm halfway through Center and Caitlin's favorite book of the series will be Center. I cannot wait. <laughs> because it's all Cole. And all Isabel, and it's all. I wasn't going to read that. (laughs) Ludicrous, (laughs) blasphemous. Um, my third favorite, and it's actually two because I can't differentiate one from the other, and that is uh, the Last Hour series, which is part of the Shadowhunter Mm -hmm. books. But this series, I love the Infernal Devices, just which is like in the late 1800s, whatever. This one's in the 1900s. It's about the children of Mm -hmm. the people Infernal Devices. And these characters are amazing. And the tropes are amazing. Like, I absolutely adore it. It's very character-driven as opposed to Mm -hmm. plot. Like, the plot is kind of there, but Mm -hmm. the characters really... Well, that's all she does anyway. Well, there's like a little bit of plot. No, but I mean, like, we've talked about this before. I've said it. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. Cassandra Clare, that is her Mm -hmm. name. Yeah. She is very, very good at writing characters. Yes. Plot isn't always there (laughs) the characters are great but the plot like you love as someone who never remembers the plot to anything but i can tell you i can write pages of about characters Mm -hmm. and whenever i write things it's very much about the characters Mm -hmm. like that's what i focus on and that's why i absolutely adored these books yeah um and then the next one we are getting into my uh ku because i got kindle unlimited and i kept on again like renewing it um the first one was the first like book that I read on there and I think I've talked about it it's called birthday girl Mm -hmm. that one might be one where I'm like you need to read it okay because it's very like it is a little smutty a little frisky a little spicy as long as there's no voyeurism like the last (laughs) one (laughs) but it's the one where the girl she's like 1920 um her and her boyfriend move into her boyfriend's dad's house yes and her dad and the dad's like a young dad Mm -hmm. like he's 38 Mm mm-hmm and um, things happen there. Mm-hmm. And it's really cute. Like, yeah. It actually is because they really develop like a friendship and like camaraderie and everything before they. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no cheating. Well, there is cheating, but she doesn't cheat with the dad. Like, yeah, that's not the boyfriend is kind of like a D bag. Yeah, he gets better. And he actually in the end, I'm gonna spoil it. He marries a girl named Katori interesting <laughs> yes <laughs> which i was like oh my gosh if you don't know um i don't think we've said it katori is a character in one of caitlin's books mm-hmm. that may or may not have a relation to somebody <laughs> sitting here and <clears throat> i'm a huge fangirl of katori like every yeah. every year caitlin gives me the most amazing presents based off katori and this year she gave me an entire little novella thing of katori and she won't yeah. let me read it and i'm sad i wrote like a hundred page i will let you read it mm-hmm. in a little bit <laughs> you can read it on air <laughs> yes but um so that's my fourth favorite and then my last one is a, another romance i read and it wasn't nearly as smutty because they did not have sex until 98% into it. <laughs> and that one's called The Wall of Winnipegamy. It is a sports romance. It's enemies to lovers. It is um, like marriage of convenience. Mm-hmm. All the tropes I love. It is the slowest burn because it's like 600 pages. But I read it in like three days because you're like, I need them to do something. I need more. Uh, the only sports romance I've ever read was on like episode. <laughs> 
Where did last episode? Yes. That takes me back. I'm still on. I've got a membership to f- episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's depressing, but that's my life. That one is, they're rough because they're like, the men are like, oh, I don't have any personality anymore because I'm just so devoted to you. You're all I think about now. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Those were my favorite books of the year. Then quickly, I'm going to go through the books that made me cry because I've cried a lot this year and some of that time was over books. So we're going to start off with, um, we'll start off with Shiver, obviously. Oh, yeah. A tear did come up to my eye towards the end. Uh-huh. I, we've already talked about Shiver. We've already been through that, how I completely forgot what happened. And it was just really hitting me. Reba's the only one. That's why you got the black cord today. Another one that made me cry was another Shadowhunter book. And that was the last one in the Dark Artifices series. And I didn't cry. Okay. A character dies. And they are related to, like, the twin. Spoiler alert. The twin to another character. Mm-hmm. And their relationship made me cry. Because yeah. Because one of them died and the other one, they, like, doesn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, trying so hard not to. Yeah. And then another one, um, the most recent one in the Akotar, the Court of Thorns and Roses series, A Court of Silver Flames. That one made me cry. And one of them was, like, a serious moment that had to do with grief. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the house, like, has life to it, so it does sh- And you realize that it keeps on doing sh- it really wants a friend. Oh. And I was like, the house just wants a friend. And I start crying over the house. Okay. So this is weird, but I've been isolated for a week or so now. Yeah. And like just me alone with my thoughts. And apparently I'm more emotional than I originally thought I was. Yeah. And so like I've been getting teary eyed so much lately over dumb shit. Well, dumb shit for me because I'm secretly a man in my head. <laughs> And I don't like... A gay man? A gay man, yes. really a gay man. Oh my God. Okay, so if you don't know me, I've always thought I am a gay man, (laughs) really and truly, because I'm just not like a womanly person, if that makes sense. I like being a girl. Don't get me wrong. But like inside, I'm like, no, no, no. You're a very flamboyant gay man. All your your favorite authors are very gay men. (laughs) I mean... Just draw them in. I just, yeah. And so... Uh, I was hanging out with one of my uh, brother's fiance's friends and he was like, you've got really big gay man energy. And I was like, you're my new best friend, sir. Yes, I do. Thank you for for validating me. So, yes, I was that that was the best compliment anyone could ever give me in my entire life. (laughs) And I love him so much. Okay, so. Sorry. <laughs> and then two more books that made me cry. One is, it's called Real, and there is a, um, it's about, like, this actress and this director and this movie and whatever, and mm-hmm. the actress has a chronic illness. She has, I think she has lupus. And it starts off, she thinks she has the one where it's not, like, you know, terminal. Yeah. But then, like, things get really bad, and it gets like that, and she needs, like, a transplant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um... Her, she has a really horrible relationship with her sister because her sister got with her boyfriend whenever they were in high school and got pregnant with her boyfriend. Oh, damn. She, like, left the town and everything, and she has a horrible relationship with her sister. Mm-hmm. But they get to that point where her sister's the only one who can, like, give her this, I think it's a kidney. Yeah. And so the part where they're talking about, like, forgiveness mm-hmm. had me bawling. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then the last one that made me cry, and if you, like, have read the series, you're like, Caitlin, what? But um, there's a series I forgot what the name of the first series was but the second series is by LJ Shin who as an author I don't people have their opinions on her or whatever uh-huh. but she writes like KU smut basically yeah. like romances and with some really toxic characters but there was one that has to do with the kids and um, a character who you really enjoy in the first series like her love story she has an illness and in the second series and uh, the book with her son she dies mm-hmm. but she's she knows she's dying so she's saying goodbye to everyone mm-hmm. and i had to keep on stopping while reading because i couldn't see because of the tears in my eyes that's crazy i was crying so hard it's crazy that you were crying and it's smut like <laughs> well, that part wasn't smut. i know it wasn't smut like during that part but i'm saying like it was a very serious like real moment where she's saying yeah. goodbye to her children but i mean that that shows that it was an actually good book and not just yeah yeah i'd say it was the strongest in the series because i mean like if you can show that much emotion Mm -hmm. over because see i've only cried over two books in my entire life and one was shiver and one was flowers in the attic and if you don't know why i cried over flowers in the attic (sighs) don't read that because 
I seriously like you will not be okay yeah. <laughs> um but I cried when I finished the book I cried threw it across the room <laughs> and screamed at my mother for about 30 minutes with people over about how terrible this book was and I don't understand why she wanted me to read it which is really f- of a part I don't think she finished it and secondly <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and I was like and you must get me the second book <laughs> and she didn't so I never read it <laughs> and here we sit and here we sit so those are the ones that made me cry mm-hmm. and my one last category that has to do with books I read 76 books I got a lot to say I got yeah. more to say than this but this is all I'm saying yeah is we all know I love a mean girl yes. we all know it yes we all know I don't like a basic bitch Mary Sue. I find it hilarious that this is a category. Tell them what the category name is. <laughs> Books with heroines that everyone hates but I love? Yes. Do you want to know why I think that's hilarious? Why? Because you hate every f- heroine that's not f- a, tr- a total bitch. <laughs> not all of these are bitches, but most of them are. <laughs> Three of the four are. <laughs> Okay, go on with So the-, the first one is from a book I've already talked about, A Court of Silver Flames, one of the Akatar books. And it is the sister Nesta, who everyone hates whenever they read the first three books. Absolutely everyone hates her. I read it. The first time I read Akatar, I was like, not a big fan of her. The second time I read it, I was like, yeah, bitch, you go. And then she keeps on coming back. And she's horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, she really is. But you can see, like, reasons why she is. Like, mm-hmm. there are reasons to why she does things. And then, of course, she gets her own book where she is still horrible. She still does some absolutely horrendous things. Like, Mm -hmm. she tells her sister this huge, like, secret that everyone's keeping. But they're like, everyone's keeping it from her. I think she should know. And they're like, we were going to tell her at the right time. And she's like, well, now she knows. Like, an absolute bitch. But I love her. That's Nesta. Mm -hmm. Um, The other sister I don't like because she's flower girl. No one cares for that personality type. (laughs) The look Peyton just gave me. In characters, I would fight. I think I talked about that one. And then another one. Also, thinks she has backwards when it comes to books. <laughs> I, it's not backwards. It's my opinion. I just think it's funny. Now, I meant backwards like it, the author doesn't set out to write these. Oh, I think they do. You think they do? Yeah, because I do. I have several books where there's like a mean, like not mean girl, but like the sister. A lot of times the older sister is very mean. Mm-hmm. But like she has a character arc and mm-hmm. i think because i know that's gonna happen i absolutely love her yeah the next one is um this is by the same author who wrote birthday girl it's called tristix venom it's another like romance with some smut but it's like a sapphic so if you know what that means there's a girl and a girl who get together oh okay, okay so it's a lesbian romance yuri <laughs> i haven't read that many gay books this year i read a couple Yuri. Is it Yuri and Monwa too? We only know it by Asians. Yeah. But um, in the relationship, there is one girl who's like the one that everyone oh, likes. No, it's called Girl Love. Sorry. Go yeah. on. There's the one girl who like everyone likes because she's like, she's the heroine that everyone enjoys. And then there's the other one who's a mean girl and who does some horrible to the other girl. Like it's a bully romance too, but I absolutely adore it. And the mean girl character, I'm like, y'all just... Hold on, like she's gonna improve, and she was dealing with a lot too, which mm-hmm. is not an excuse. Whenever you're like in the closet, I guess, and you're like expected to live this life, mm-hmm. and like you know, she's cheerleader type, but not actually a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, she's like wearing a tux to this thing, yeah, she's like F- all this, yeah. <laughs> but um, I really like her, and it's, no one else likes her. See. I kind of know there's a manga I've read that's kind of like that. I'm not into Yuri or GL or anything typically, but I saw that this one seemed pretty good. Like the way it was set up was pretty good. It's called Citrus and it's similar to that, I think. I never really finished Citrus, but I liked what I read of it where it was a mean girl and then the protagonist. Yeah, they're stepsisters too. So it's like. That's weird. That's really weird. I it, haven't as long as, that far. as long as they're not blood related I um, still think it's weird the manga if sister is in your title towards each other you should not but see that's the thing um, I don't think you understand in manga and anime <laughs> it's totally normal for that to happen it's even more nor- like it's normal it's normal but it should not be normalized incest is normal in manga <laughs> yes it and, is and like stuff like that like it's <laughs> vampire night <laughs> yeah 
Oh, jeez. Why we hate Vampire Night. <laughs> I still can't believe there was a sequel series to that, and I didn't know it. Shoot me. <laughs> and then the I got face. two more. One is, her name is Daria, and she was in the series that I talked about, that um, by LJ Shin, where I was like, why am I crying? Yeah. In the first book, um, it's about Daria and whoever her love interest is. But she's pretty horrible. Like, she does some <laughs> When she's 12, she, like, sabotages this whole girl's future. Because she's jealous. Because, like, um, her mother's this ballerina and everything, and she has this dance studio, and she wants her daughter, Daria, mm-hmm. to be the same as her. But Daria's not good at ballet. Yeah. But this other girl is. So this other girl Does is she kneecap her? No. This other girl who's Tanya actually... Tanya Harden? This other girl who, like, actually has a really horrible home life, like, mm-hmm. abused and everything, she gets this um, opportunity to go to this, like, really prestigious, like, ballet summer camp school thing. Mm-hmm. And Daria gets the letter and rips it up. Mm-hmm. Or, like, well, there's a whole... But the letter gets ripped up because of her. Mm-hmm. So it sabotages this girl's future. The girl runs away. Mm-hmm. And, like, is never seen again until, like, they're all 18. And the girl comes and lives with the family now and mm-hmm. she's like I'm gonna get you for doing that but then Daria doesn't learn her lesson because then she sabotages her mom's future because her mom gets like an offer to have this job at this prestigious ballet school but she's like no it's my mom I want to keep her mm-hmm. so she like completely sabotages everything like she does some really horrible shit, but then she like learns why it's so bad yeah and she like goes off and she like leaves like all the people she loves in the life that she knows and like goes off Mm -hmm. and she like learns a lot and I feel like everyone hates that kind of character but I'm like that's realistic though like yeah I think it's it's a good lesson yeah I think it's screw up but still get forgiveness and learn things from it yeah it's kind of got a hero's journey to it like yeah you're there's a problem you know you try to grow from it the reasons why you do really impulsive things she knows the second that things happen that it was wrong but she doesn't know how to fix it in the moment yeah and she's like should i tell this person and that the first situation she doesn't tell anyone until much Mm -hmm. later the second situation i think she tells her mom pretty fast well i mean like that's also has to do with age because i mean when you up as a kid you're not gonna immediately say anything if you say anything at all there are many regrets i have of childhood where it's been like oh crap i shouldn't have done this yeah me too (laughs) and i never told a soul (laughs) whoops one time i like so our mailbox at my house like it's a group mailbox for everybody on my or for of like four or five people on my street and it was leaning and i was six years old and i poked it and it fell <laughs> and so like <laughs> you're so carried around that so like for a while i was like it's my fault it's my fault i'm not gonna say anything it's my no, fault girl, it's that my thing fault. was already it was already done for but i mean your yeah. little six-year-old brain you're like i broke the mailbox oh yeah <laughs> Um, and then the last character is not a mean girl, but everyone hates her. And all the reviews I've read of this book where people don't like it, it's because of this character. And that is the main character from the Spanish Love Deception, which mm-hmm. is a really like, popular book on TikTok and stuff right now. Oh, yeah. I've seen it on Bitchy Bookworms. Yeah. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. It, I really like the latter half of it because it's like fake dating. And yeah. And we all know I love that. That's, that's Caitlin <laughs> Timothy. It's all, like, first person from Lena's point of view, so you are only in her head. And people complain about how, like, annoying her inner thoughts are and how, like, repetitive it is. And I'm like, girl, if you were in my head, that's exactly what it would be like. Yeah. And how completely oblivious she is to the the male of the story, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Like, t- the fact that he's, like, in love with her the whole time. Yeah. Which, reading it... Like, I can see, even in her head, I'm like, man, he loves you. Come on, get yeah. with it. But I'm like, if I had a guy even making grand gestures, like, um, saying that he's going to be my fake boyfriend on this trip to this wedding in Spain, mm-hmm. even if I had a guy doing that, I'd be like, he doesn't like me like me. He's no. just a good friend. He's just playing. Oh, yeah. just, this is just a deal we have. Yeah. Like, an eye for an eye. You need a whole ass neon sign with me, so I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like... like the he- only. Sorry. The only reason I can flirt is when that's why I'm good at online dating. Uh-huh. I can't flirt with somebody person to person not knowing that they don't <laughs> like me. If they see my picture and like it, then it's like, okay, they find me attractive. I can flirt in person. That can't happen. So. <laughs> but people are so annoyed by this and like her being really oblivious and everything. And I'm like, would you not be that way? Because I definitely would I, be. Uh, <laughs> oh, I definitely. There were so many guys that liked me in high school that it took me years to figure oh that's what that was they you're like reading things differently you're yeah. like that's why that happened it turns out i he, didn't, I didn't see it from that no wonder he kept like 
trying to touch his knee with mine he was into me yeah no wonder he got me presents on valentine's day that one should have been a given <laughs> it did happen though wait who are we talking about ninth grade you don't remember why are you saying do you remember things i don't <laughs> this guy got me like who a bear but he got me a uh like stuffed animal and stuff for for valentine's day and it never dawned on me <laughs> that that was why <laughs> but he was like hey why don't we get some we get each other something for valentine's day and maybe and me i was like okay why not mm-hmm. buddy yeah. <laughs> Us. Oh, buddy old pal that's why we buy each other all three of us buy Dear each other gifts God. and this is why when it comes to other people we're so confused yeah i mean like that is <laughs> I'm telling you, that's my personality. It's like, okay, we're doing this as friends. Because, like, I've had so many guy friends my whole life. It's just like, okay, whatever. Like, oh, we're casually flirting? That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That just makes me think of when I went to a wedding with Maggie last year. And we were sitting at a group of, with, or sitting at a table with some uh, guys that, like, I didn't know, but they were, like, part of, like, the groom side. Mm -hmm. And, they were like talking to us or whatever and there's one point i went up to go get a drink and maggie follows me and she goes you know that guy's into you right and i was like what no (laughs) didn't have a clue it's like i just thought he was being friendly i'm friendly he's friendly that's fine i'm so unapproachable like i always i'm like you're up to something i'm just so oblivious (laughs) meanwhile i'm like oh he wants to be my friend (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry to all the guys I've ever friend zoned. It was honestly not Most your fault. Had no idea. <laughs> it's me being an idiot not realizing social cues because of my personality. I think all three of us are that way. Yeah. Hey, real quick, my favorite shows of the year. Woo! Sorry. Bridgerton, which I actually watched last year, but we're going to count it because it was the end of last year. Absolutely love that show. She did. I will not shut up about it, especially after the musical. Okay. Um, the next one is You, which I finally watched. I finally, And I was like, this show is genius. I made her watch this, and I'm sorry. I didn't make you. You didn't make me watch I it. I didn't make you watch it. I didn't even know you watched it until, well, you were talking about it. I you, kept talking about you it. You heavily recommended it. Heavily. <laughs> yes. I watched the first episode before, a couple years ago. Yeah. I didn't really get it, and I was like, I can't be alone while watching this, but. Yeah. I'm really into it, though. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then my third one was Shadow and Bone. Because mm-hmm. I had a fun time with that one. Even though what I want more of, I feel like they're not going to give me. Mm-hmm. And I should read the books, but I don't mm-hmm. want to. I understand. Shadow and Bone was good. You made me watch that. I liked that. Uh, I also... Are you done with yours? So, I did. I watched The Haunting of Bly Manor, which I'll talk about later. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Read uh, Turn of the Screw by Henry James because of it. It was on my list, but I read it anyway. And The Romance Very Old Clothes because I liked the storyline that they added to that. I watched you. What other ones did I get really excited for? I said something about them. I don't know. On the show. <laughs> I can't even remember my own things. How am I going to remember yours? Reba made me watch Love O Two O, the movie. <laughs> in the series part of the series part of the series you did not get very far (laughs) i kept watching it later why i don't know i don't know why you did either i just put it on (laughs) it was because i was alone and there was nothing to watch uh chinese drama where these two characters this one girl is like a huge gamer and she like is in love with her she's like they're all gamers it's a it's a huge show about everyone being a gamer and their lives in the game it's like a fantasy kind of thing anyway but like the most popular of course the most popular guy on campus the most handsome rich whatever he plays this game and turns out that her husband on the game is actually him which he knew the whole time but she didn't he becomes her husband after she divorces the first guy she's married to in the game (laughs) yeah her husband becomes her husband no he wasn't her husband to begin with no in the game she was uh at the beginning of the show there's this another another guy that in game husband yeah that is her in game husband and he's like oh i want a divorce now because he wants to marry this other girl for her riches and stuff in the game yeah exactly 
And so... And she won a beauty contest because she showed her actual profile picture. Yeah. And so then the guy that's the most popular guy on campus that she doesn't know who he is in real life. He's like, oh, like, why don't we marry to, like, become this power couple? Because she's really good in the game. And he's the top player. Yeah, he's the top player. So that... Of course. They end up marrying in the game and then, like, dominating everyone else in the game to, like, win a bunch of stuff. But he knows who she is on campus. And she does, has no clue. Watch Boys Over Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> that was something. Should I tell them? <laughs> sure. Okay, so... Okay, so Boys Over Flowers. Let, Caitlin's going to go pee because she doesn't want to hear this. Let me add to this before she starts. That there are many adaptations we, to this. Reba and I found this out very... Recent, like recently. Like a week or two ago. <laughs> okay, so... I started watching, I was house-sitting, which is usually where, when I start watching K-dramas is when I'm house-sitting, because there's <laughs> nothing better to do than just stare at a screen. It's this K-drama where this girl goes to this really rich school, and like there's these four elite. Funny how that kind of is similar to Love O2O, but anyway. <laughs> it kind of is, a little bit. <laughs> and there's this really rude-ass guy who's the ringleader with curly hair. I don't know why that's important, but he's got curly hair. Yeah, I really noticed that, too, and I don't know why it is, but. I don't know. Because he's different. He's different. <laughs> but anyway, he's a total dick, and I mean, like, he's even more, I've read the manga recently, because we found out there was a manga, and I read it, and it was like, oh my god, he is an actual awful human being. Like, he almost, like, he makes these like talks these guys into almost raping her yeah in the in the in the manga in the show it plays out a bit differently where he's not entirely at fault uh, okay yeah and boys over flowers i don't know about meteor garden i don't think there's quite a situation exactly like that meteor garden mm -hmm. because she's a little more forward in that show mm -hmm. and goes to like kick his ass and be like yeah i'm done with this bullshit oh it happened <laughs> that's how it happens in yeah. all of this like i don't think there's like very... i don't think there's a scene quite like that she gets the hell beat out of her in the actual manga in the in the show boys over flowers which is the korean one and she and meteor gardens the chinese one yeah uh in boys over flowers she like they just pummel her with eggs and flour and whatever in the actual manga she gets which is the japanese version she gets the shit beat out of her didn't they come out when did that come out on a on a normal basis 90s yeah 80s 90s it looks 90s by yeah the, by it, it's pretty drawing. it's pretty old and like they like drag her ass like they tie a rope they tie her to a rope and like drag her well i think on, in, a, on a like by a vehicle drag her across the street in meteor garden i think if i think if i remember correctly the scene that's supposed to relate to that is there's i think there's some guy that pours food on her i don't think there's a big scene quite equal to that in meteor garden mm -hmm. but there's like a guy who pours like food on her at a mistaken order because her family like cooks mm -hmm. and she was delivering the orders and, like, one of the guys from the group, like, saves her from that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then in the new show that they're just making a remake of in Thailand, it's, it's the, he, they almost rape her kind yeah. of thing. What happens in uh, the Korean version, but the Korean version, he's kind of, like, he didn't order that to happen. It just kind of accidentally happened and one of the guys saves her. But in the manga, he kind of, like, he instigated that. The bad, the good... The guy she ends up with does yeah, that. Yeah, it the is. The guy, the guy she, she ends, ends up, up with does that, which is really super f***ed up. Yeah, it's... Do not watch, do not read this if you were under the age of 18. Do not emulate this. There, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of toxic stuff going on to in this. The toxicity level is way too much <laughs> for even me sometimes. I had to quit because I was like, I can't do this right now. Like, in Enjoy. the in the Thai version... The main guy who you're talking about here. Uh -oh. he Who looks a lot better than any of the other ones, let me just say it. Um, he, he looked fine. He sends a message to these guys saying something like, take care of it. Like, in the Thai version, it's about bullying. It's like yeah. hardcore bullying, beating the crap out of people in high school. Yeah. And, like, she's the first girl for, like, the out of all the stuff that's happened for it to happen to. Yeah. And the, he tells these guys, like, go take care of it. Not He doesn't specify, like, what, what it, what that's it is. That's kind of how it is in the Korean yeah. show. And then once, after that happens, and then one of the guys from the four main guys that who's not liking what's happening anymore saves her. Yeah, which is, I think, what happens in all of them. Yeah, it is. 
and he like you see those guys later that he texted and him and he's like dunking the one guy in the pool like why did you do that like you're not supposed to do that that's wrong that doesn't happen yeah he he, like almost drowns the dude in like he throws him in the pool and almost drowns him like in the scene like after Mm -hmm. all that happened like that's not he's like essentially that's not cool dude that's not what i meant yeah is basically what he was like yeah i see and i was like this is raw i mean like the manga it was like this is awful like how much she gets i mean like in the in the show it was they like trip her while she's on her bike and like she gets skins up skin up really bad and then they throw eggs at her and throw flour at her and everything i think they did a few things they when they bullied her they poured water i have to get a trigger warning on this episode by the way (laughs) sorry go on they poured water on her they cut up her shoe like brand new shoes that her mom had bought her like they're they're very poor and like her mom used all of mm-hmm. her savings to buy these shoes for her they cut them up so she couldn't like so like they were all messed up and then those guys attacked her like in like late at school or whatever and like was pulling at her clothes mm-hmm. and stuff like they were gonna rape her so and you never see a fucking teacher in any of these oh no they they specify in the thailand version that the teachers won't do anything and yeah. that you see them but like they won't do anything because these guys are so influential with their money see and they say that in in this year in like the stuff i've seen of it but you never see a f-ing teacher ever in the whole thing it's rough though apparently bullying's really bad in those countries because that would never happen here yeah bullying happens but not like not that. like that <laughs> not like that i mean like it was it's bad like even the mild stuff in the shows is stuff that wouldn't happen in america at school yeah in meteor garden there's not really like bullying anything just like that happens with her like mm-hmm. i don't know i can't remember it since it's been a while since i watched it like what all the differences are mm-hmm. because in i think in the korean version and the thai version they're all in high school Mm -hmm. and then in meteor garden they're in college yeah so like that's already a big difference right there because there's a lot more people at the college and a lot different people like going on so like that's already a big difference right there so i don't think there's more focused on the bullying in meteor garden it's more focused on their differences in class Mm mm-hmm and how that affects the relationship and like how he turns out to be a better person because of her and things like that i just hope that the thai version doesn't have as many montages as the korean version because there's a montage for like <laughs> 30 minutes of each episode i don't think so no because i mean like it's like oh my god why are you doing this right now the thai version is really good i like the people who they cast as the actors they're fine yeah they are and the fine. the aesthetic is really good which the guy that plays damn it i don't know the names because they're they change in every country so it's different but the main character in the korean version is pretty good looking it's just the hair is really over the top if you look at him the the guy who plays him which i think his name is lee minho Mm -hmm. like if you look at him now versus then he he's he's attractive it's just the hair that (laughs) the the hair hair. i'm sorry caitlin go on with what you were going to say now that you've got everything (laughs) so You were going to go into music, maybe. Okay. Yeah, we went way was, too long. Well, I was going to ma- make y'all guess what my favorite music has been this year. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. What's my favorite song? Good for you. That's the only one I know the name of. I got my driver's license last I forgot week. about that one. You That's mentioned that the all the time. One. It's the best one i just know the name like good for you was off the top of good my for you, look happy and healthy not I, I respect good for you i've seen tiktok too much and that's why i know all these songs yeah i don't actively listen to olivia rodrigo i do <laughs> i wish i was young well most of my year was dedicated to watching shows not in english even though I remembered while peyton was talking that there was one i watched that was in english and then um music and that was about it so majority tell us if we want to well uh right quick basically the shows i've watched are either chinese korean or thai this year so i put too much prosecco in those drinks go on <laughs> yeah no i can taste it so the start of the year was uh basically dedi- dedicated to the untamed yeah no <laughs> which both the live action version that is on netflix and the like it's not called anime i can't think of the word that they use for it but the anime type version of the show as well you can just go ahead and say anime yeah chinese anime it's yeah. fine we i don't think anybody animated 
Yeah, just yeah. the animated version of it. As an anime nerd myself, you can just say the cartoon of this country. Yeah, basically. If you get mad at us, you are being an elitist and you need to go <laughs> on somewhere. So quit being a fucking gatekeeper. It's <laughs> cartoons. Cast like gatekeep girls. <laughs> I'm anti-gatekeeper this episode. <laughs> Every other time, lock it up. What else? So it started off with that, which that's Chinese. Um, and that led me into Word of Honor, which is also another Chinese show that came out a, a little bit after I got into The Untamed. Um, then about mm, April is when I got into K-pop, which led me into K-dramas. Tell them what I got you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell me. I don't want to say on this. Say <laughs> catch. <laughs> That I paid a Sila's gonna laugh her ass off when I tell her about I it. paid somebody <laughs> to get Reba okay. to draw Reba in a picture with a certain someone. And that's as far as I'm gonna go that with that. It has to do with K-pop. K-pop. And a candle. And a candle of the same Look out on our Instagram. <laughs> Hell no. It may be there. We're gonna block out Reba's face, but he will be there. <laughs> We'll just blur it. <laughs> put like the hard eyes emoji. <laughs> just put a heart on my yeah. face. <laughs> it's the plan. It's glorious. Uh, shout her out too. <laughs> shout out the artist. Thank you so much for helping me out. Even though I was like, uh, she was like, what picture are you going to go with for this person? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I honest to God, don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> I've been this man in my life. <laughs> this gets just funnier and funnier the more you tell about it. She's like, would you prefer this pose or this pose? I'm like, whatever you think is the best. Creative <laughs> oh, <old> liberties. <laughs> because I do not know this man. <laughs> you could actually put another member of the band in there. Is it Zendaya who's like, I don't know this man. <laughs> you could put another member of the band in there, and I'd be like, that's perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> Was it the right one? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hard eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to laugh every time I see you. I can't take it seriously. I got you an 11 foot by 14 <laughs> canvas, baby. <laughs> You're going to laugh all the time. I'm going to nail it into Damn wall. <laughs> I thought it was so glorious. I was very proud of myself that day. You're welcome. I try to get Caitlin an impractical gift, but although her personality is extra, it's hard to get her a impractical gift. So I had to hand it. I don't it know. I gave her a golden onion. <laughs> That's I true. Did get a onion. She did get a golden onion. My prized possession. So I had to hand make Caitlin's. But Reba's, I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> this ridiculous, over the top, and wonderful. I did try to get you a cameo with a bachelor, but you didn't like any. I was like, what's your favorite bachelor? It's like Chris Harrison, and I'm like, ew, get my name out of his mouth. I should have I done Brad. Brad. Not Brad. What's his name? F***ing hell. The one that uh, Joel McHale used to make fun of off the soup. You understand that I started watching this show in 2018. You understand I only know this one guy because of Joel McHale on the soup. I, I think it's Brad. It is Brad. It's the really I, dumb guy. I have no idea anything about him. I don't either. Other than he's really stupid. <laughs> I did an interview where... <laughs> Okay. An interview with who? So in eighth grade, we had to write an interview. We did. <laughs> and I did mine on Joel McHale. And it, we had a substitute teacher, and that woman f***ing laughed her ass off. That mine because it was like me talking to Joel McHale, and he's like chaotic as usual. And uh, it gets, and it, he's like, what are your opinions on bread? And he's like, I f***ing hate that guy. Did you write that on your eighth grade paper? I think I put F in or something. It's stop <laughs> breaking or something like that. She loved it. I bet. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That was on Daniel Tosh. I asked him how he felt about Daniel Tosh because he started doing the same. But he was like, that man is amazing. I love him. He he turns the lights on in my house or something. <laughs> because, like, for a whole season, Joel McHale just made fun of Brad <laughs> the whole time. Reba, any other faves? <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, I think... A couple of like the K drama ones I like. One was Extra Extraordinary You, which is 
them being inside of essentially a webtoon and yeah. them coming to realize that they're characters in a novel and they're not even the main characters in the novel. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're the, they're like average, aren't they? Like they don't do anything. Like it's super powered people or something. No, they're not super powered. They're like regular people, but like they're trying to change the story. Gotcha. And it's kind of also a story within a story. Yeah. Because that's a lot of them. <laughs> because uh they were originally like characters in another novel mm-hmm. and then they remember being ca- those characters in no- another novel in this one yeah gotcha okay so like it's a whole like her trying to change her fate because at the beginning of the novel you find out like she has a heart condition and it's like oh well she could die at any moment and it's like trying to change the fate of the characters for them to like be together instead of her like being with the guy that was she was supposed to be with and then like trying to fight over her I yeah. like the second male lead in that because he's so funny. <laughs> we love a good funny person. That's why they let me stay around. Reva and I went to a concert. Oh, yeah, we did. That that happened. Bye, That's I all we're going to say. You know, Caitlin didn't go. I knew Caitlin wouldn't go. And so Reva was like, hey, I got the concert planned. I got, I'm going to do the hotel. All you will have to pay for is food. And I was like, okay, cool. And then my dad's like, here's my card. I'll pay for it. Pay for the food with this card. And then I come back and my dad goes, you guys didn't spend enough money. <laughs> we spent I a lot of money. I wish my parents told me I didn't spend enough money. My goodness. I know, right? I wish they gave me money. <laughs> and he, he was like, buy souvenirs. Like, buy yourself a shirt and stuff. So we did. And I was like, my mother has never bought me a sh- Like, wanted me to buy a shirt from a concert. She's like, you can't find it cheaper somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> that's my mom <laughs> well also like him him saying that when we came back i was like where where would we buy souvenirs nothing was open <laughs> nothing. we went we went to our first bucky's too that was fun yeah that's a fun Love time bucky's i got some stories about bucky's but i'm not gonna tell them right we we spent more money there than we did in atlanta <laughs> it was glorious <laughs> that's what we did in 2021 that's I, all i hard. just read a lot of books and um, I listened to a lot of K-pop and watched a lot of K-dramas. I nearly doubled. had a lot of mental breakdowns. <laughs> that too. I nearly doubled my um, Goodreads goal for the year. I don't books. remember what mine was. It's, I think it started off at like 50? 20? Mine? No, no. It started off at like 20, didn't it? Mine started at like 6. 6. Yeah, she kept, I remember you kept like changing it and changing it. Yeah, I should have changed it again. I could easily get to 80 by the end of the year. Yeah. Which is wild, but I went I to can't. 10 and then I'm at 18 right now i have learned my biggest lesson this year keep my expectations extremely low of course mm-hmm. always and my um lesson from the past few years is don't plan ahead yeah which <laughs> i feel like is not something to live by but honestly you don't know what's gonna happen yeah and i'm not a spontaneous person but i really like suffer whenever my expectations aren't met so if mm-hmm. i have no expectations i don't know what's gonna happen then whenever things happen, I'm like, oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's why, like, my book goal next year is, like, 25, even though I know I could easily beat that. Yeah. If I read, I read even one extra book by the end of this year that was not one I had to read for the podcast, it will be a real goal. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. like, I set mine to 10 because I was like, well, that's achievable yeah. with the workload Make I your have. goals achievable. That is my... um stuff for the new year make your goals achievable yeah. don't because i used to be like i'm gonna do this this and this and completely unrealistic yeah like i don't say i'm gonna start working out because that ain't gonna happen no not consistently i lost 80 pounds this year Woo! i probably gained like 10 which is okay because yeah. i'm like am i happy at where i'm at where i look no but am i miserable about how i look no you're Other beautiful things, yeah. and you got a great body and I love you Thanks. so much. I don't know. Earlier I was wearing like my sports bra, my sweatpants and I was like, girl, if we could work on those abs just a little bit, we okay with this hips and this butt. Like we really are. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd be good like that. Yeah. I look hot. Well, I've lost 80 pounds and I'm at a weird stage right now where none of my clothes fit right and mm-hmm. everything's kind of awkward, but I'm liking the progress. It's taking me a minute to like get used to everything because like when you've been my like I've always been bigger so like the things that I loved about myself at the beginning of the year were slowly going away (laughs) so like finding new things to like about myself and not having somebody to give me verbal affirmations all the time (laughs) I'm happy and I'm gonna lose I'm hoping to lose not that much weight if I do that's great but I plan to stick to a healthy lifestyle after this week (laughs) 
Because, <laughs> you know. I would love to not eat, like, chicken nuggets every night. I just don't know if that's achievable, you know. Keep your goals realistic. <laughs> Keep them realistic. Yeah. Maybe go to, maybe try the, like, keto chicken nuggets or something and try. I'll eat other things. That's just easy and accessible. Yeah. Oh, no, I get it. Yeah, cooking for one is just it's, not it. It's I don't tough. like leftovers either. Mm-hmm. I, so I really have to cook for one. Yeah, I've come to realize that I don't also don't like leftovers. Like, mm-hmm. I cook it, and then I'll be like, oh, there's a lot of this left. I'll eat tomorrow, and then I never do. No. And also, like, that's why, like, this week, I, like I said, I've been isolated. So, like, I haven't been around my family to cook. So, I don't cook, and I eat junk food because it's cheap, and I was by myself this week. But that's why I'm like, after this week, once I can finally cook for my family again, hopefully you will hear more weight loss journey stuff from me. Not a lot, but just, a, you know, here and there. You're hot no matter what. Thank you. I think burning. so. <laughs> you burning hot no matter what, girl. I mean. Okay. Okay, so we'll see you next time on the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Bye. Bye.